0: Hi friends, thanks for joining us on There Is No Box. Today's episode we will be discussing things surrounding the recent murder of Sarah Aviard and the following events that occurred. Mm-hmm. These are just our thoughts and feelings on these issues and we are by no means experts.
1: Please, if you have said something you don't agree with, let us know. Or if you just want to further share your thoughts, get in touch with us on our Instagram at
0: no underscore box. So on... The 3rd of March this year, Sarah Aviard went missing on our way home from a friend's house in London. It was about 9.30 at night and she was, you know, on a busy street, South London, just on our way home. Wasn't a long walk. She was later, well, she wasn't found, her body was found by investigators on the following Wednesday. And a London Metropolitan Police Officer was charged with the murder. Following that, there was um, multiple vigils held at which there was a lot of police force used against the women at those vigils. And during the time between the 3rd of March when she disappeared and her body was found on the 10th, not all men was trending on Twitter for a majority of that time. So the first question I really wanted to focus on was just the initial feeling. So how how did you really feel when you saw that Sarah had been reported missing and it was suspected that she had been abducted by, by, by possibly a male?
1: It sounds awful, but I wasn't... Like, I was kind of i was I was surprised like I was sad about it, but I wasn't surprised because it happens all the time. I think I was more questioning why this example caused such a an uproar, and I think it's probably because it was the piece you know what I mean um so I wasn't quite i wasn't surprised that this had happened because it happens lots <laughs> like it's, um, like it's tragic how much it happened, but I was obviously sad about it like i was, and I think I was even more sad when you, when you hear that she could have only been identified because of her dental records, which I just thought was horrific, the way she must have died
0: and how her body must have looked, like awful. Just awful. It's interesting. The initial feelings for me was just from such a young age, especially as a as a woman or as a girl. You you taught all of these precautions, like don't walk home alone at night, you know, download the tracker app on your phone, make sure people know your location, like between your fingers. Yeah, and like all of these different things. So it. It felt very much like, what well, it could have been any of work, and um, I think that resonated. I think that's probably part of the reason why it just, it, I mean, obviously, I know it happens all the time, but it's just, the, like, the, the, the feeling of, well, she was just walking home from a friend's house, it could have been any of work. It wasn't a ridiculous time in the morning, it was half nine at night. You know, I've walked home from work that time of night in the dark. It's like, it could have been anyone um i also think it's really important to remember that like a lot of the time women are discredited for rape because of the circumstances or for self because of the circumstances so like she was drunk she was walking home in the middle of the night or all that kind of thing and i think like um with this one there was no real reason to discredit what happened to her as her own fault there was no reason to victim blame I mean, obviously people still will, but it was hard to victim blame. So I think it was, like, obviously awful that it had to get to the point of this happening, but I think it was a way for women to be like, you know, this can still happen even if we follow the rule book. Do you know what I mean? And I think the way that it it reacted was very... Very interesting in the sense of hundreds of women came forward to share their stories of this man followed me in my car while this man did cat me in the street and then followed me like three blocks down the road or the response was a lot of women coming forward and speaking about it. So I think it created this sense of, of, of us all coming together and being like, Well, you know, it could have been any of us which was quite quite stark to to, to sit with.
1: I think that's actually really important because I think it's really good that people came forward and told their stories and stuff because yeah, it does, it happens all the time. I just think it's disgusting that we have to just live but take it sort of thing because it doesn't change. But I, I, I actually I do think it's right. It's like, when you said that it, it really resonated in the sense of like, yeah, it's like I everyone, everyone, all women walk home, you know at that time, whatever from somewhere it's it's like that's not an outrageous time to be out. That's not a it just it feels like it's outrageous to be out in the dark as a woman, if you know
0: what I mean. Um when it when <laughs> it shouldn't be a thing. It should just be Yeah. You should be safe to walk down the street. And in response to all of these women sharing these stories of, you know, Assaults and harassment and men making them feel uncomfortable and vulnerable the hashtag not all men was then trending on twitter so i just wanted to know what what was your like emotional response so like your initial emotional response to saying that hashtag not all men was trending i was confused i
1: don't i don't quite know what it's saying i think first of all i think the women coming out with their stories and stuff is really strong of them. I think it's just it's just really amazing that people have come out. It's really disgusting that so many people have had these stories and probably haven't said anything. Like, there's so many reports now about how a lot of women who are sexually assaulted, whatever, don't report it because they, they just think it's their word against mine, and most of the time it's, you know, it's, it, they don't get justice. And then when they do, like... That rapists are abused as are in prison for a very small amount of time. And it's yeah. uh, it just, it must just be horrific, like horrific for those women and I just feel for them. Um, but the hashtag, I don't really understand it. So what
0: okay. is it about? So the the general mm. gist that I gather from it, I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't know for every individual that uses the hashtag, but what I gather from it is... That it's basically mostly men who come at this response. Um so they see women talking about being harassed and assaulted and their response is, Well, I understand you've gone through this, but it's not all men.
1: That's what that's see, that's what I thought it was. But I didn't know if it was a woman that became that hashtag. That's just like so funny. Um it's just honestly it's basically being like a child, you know, when you know you're in primary school, and like a group will get involved, like a lot, like a group of friends are told off, and then they're like, "Oh, well, it wasn't me. It was, it was him, but it wasn't me." So it was like, so when they've come out with that, it's kind of being like they're not even kind of respecting that, you know, it ha- these experiences have happened to them, and it's just more like the, oh, you know what it is. It wasn't me. That's that's just what it is. That's what it feels like to me. Is it just the the playing the point of the finger? It's like, well, you know, it happens, but it wasn't me. So I'm
0: fine. Yeah, I think. My my initial response whenever I see that used in the context of that, it just infuriates me. It just feels so dismissive, as in, well, it's I'm not the problem, so what are you talking to me for? Mm. It's like, well, if you if you if you're a man and you do not assault women and you do not harass women you are still part of the problem if you're not actively calling out your friends who are doing these things if you're not actively supporting women you know it's it's not a case of oh well I don't sexually harass you so I'm a good guy like no that's not how it works <laughs> like mm. you need to call out these things because we can't call it out because <laughs> then we get harassed do you know what I mean? Like, we can call it out, obviously. But, like, a lot of the time, we don't feel comfortable to do that because it then puts us in a more vulnerable position.
1: I think it's interesting how strongly people must, like, men must feel considering it was a trend and hashtag on Twitter.
0: Yeah, it number one trend and on Twitter for, like, a day or two. And it's just, it's so infuriating. It's so dismissive. We know it's not all men, but it's too many men that's the problem mm,
1: yeah yeah it is yeah that's the problem the problem is even if it was one man that's still too many Mhm. oh 100 percent we're in 2021 the 22nd century this shouldn't like many other social issues shouldn't be a thing so why yeah. is it
0: the next point that that i want to talk about was was again around the not all men which is just now that you, you understand the context a bit more and you've had your first initial reaction, like your emotional reaction. Like mine was anger and like it gets me really riled. What does it what does it mean to you to hear that? And do you agree with the message and the cause of it?
1: I understand well I don't understand. I try to empathize with men who feel strongly enough to feel like hashtag not all men. Um because they just, you know, defend themselves, being like, "Well, it's not me, whatever," and then it's obviously really identify with being a male and a male, you know, group. But I think it. My the word that comes to my mind is frightening. It's very frightening that so many are like you say, dis, like dismissive and just like. They're defending themselves rather than the actual issue. It's like, it's not me. So I don't really, like what you said, it's like I don't really have to then get involved with this issue because I've not been affected Um, whatever. It's hashtag, it's not women. Um, so I think it's frightening. A lot of people that are most likely, I'm not, I don't want to generalize and like, every person that's used that hashtag is like dismissive and, and don't really care. Um, Because I'm not saying don't care but that's it, what it feels like to me. It feels like they're being dismissive, like you said, and, and it's like, hashtag not all men, and it's like, it's the, it's the volume of, of the people that have said that, that's frightening, because
0: that means they're not allies. When the, um, obviously when all of this happened, that there was a response in Parliament that was mentioned, um, which was discussing kind of like a 6pm curfew for men, and the Uproar from men on on social media platforms in response to this. I mean, for starters, I just think like for, there's no way that a government can genuinely enforce that. Like, yeah. what are they going to do? Stop men from working night shifts? Stop men from like? It's not plausible.
1: It's not, and it would be. It a dictatorship, which yeah. You know.
0: And it 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 was it was it was suggested, in a sense of mm-hmm. I think kind of like making a point rather than an actual suggestion. So I think it was put out there in the sense of like possibly it wasn't that I don't know the government's agenda like obviously, but from my take on it, it's just like women have this imaginary curfew. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're out past this time, or if you, you know, if, if it's dark outside, you best not go out on your own, cause, cause you know, that's dangerous. And obviously, we go out still, but like, we tend to go out with other people. And I think, when men were told, oh, you've gotta be in, a, in by six o'clock, like, their response was just anger, and like, I'm not doing that, why would I do that? Like, and I get it, like, obviously it's stupid. It's It's a stupid idea, but like, I don't know. It just it it bugs me. It's, it's the same with the, the not all men. Like the not all men. The premise of not all men is yeah. You're right. It's not all men. We know it's not all men. Like if you put twenty men in a room. Not all of them are going to be sexual assaulters and sexual harassers, obviously. However, we don't know which men it is. Yeah. I, you could, you could put 20, pe- 20 men in a room and say to me, right, okay, one of these has raped a One of these has sexually harassed another. pick which one it is and i would have no clue yeah yeah because they're all just men and Mm it we can't if we're walking down the street we can't distinguish distinguish between oh right that man that man's a harasser and oh actually that man's are not all men like (laughs) do you know what i mean so it's just not a plausible argument
1: no i i totally agree with what you're saying i think i think the
0: curfew thing it, it was interesting
1: because I think when I heard it on the news, because it was the it was the leader of the Green Party that said it, um, I thought, like I was like, yeah, I looked at this in two ways because I thought I understand that they're trying to you know emphasise that this is an issue and something should be done, but obviously not that because it's literally not plausible to implement, like there's just no way. But then there's another there's another part when you was talking there it was a bit like they were entertaining the issue by a really stupid solution. So in a way, again, dismissing it. Um, And I don't actually think they're doing that. It's just that's another point that I mm. thought about. I like just thinking of it in different ways, but from yeah. the same side, if you know what I mean. Different direction. So yeah, but I, I think when I heard of it, I just thought, like, this is just a I thought this is a stupid way of dealing with this because it's not possible. Let's mm. actually think about new ways. And why don't we start from the ground up like the root of this problem where it is challenge people's beliefs on it educate boys in school and stuff you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um rather than being like let's inform a (laughs) case let's disguise policemen as people in and send them into bars yeah
0: (laughs) no (laughs) i remember seeing like um them talking about doing that a while ago and i'm sure they trialed it in manchester i'm sure it was manchester i could I be wrong something like that yeah and the idea itself mm-hmm. makes sense in that mm-hmm. they're there to watch they can see you know crimes happening as as they're happening and you know that would a police witness account of a girl being drugged or a girl being you know harassed yeah is yeah. a great piece of evidence and might lead to more convictions. So the idea itself makes sense. Mm-hmm. But to... And I don't know if if it was the government that, that re-advertised the idea or if it was social media that re-advertised the idea that the government were going to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, But I think the fact that it was a policeman that <sighs> murdered Sarah... It um, just credits
1: the whole idea.
0: Uh, it just it really reiterated the idea that we're not being listened to in the sense of Mm. why would you think that that would be a way to make us feel safer Mm. you've just told us this policeman has murdered this woman and now you're telling us you're going to send policemen into the places where we're drinking with our friends dressed not as policemen
1: yeah i totally agree with everything you are saying there i think it's I think it's hard to tackle the issue because usually that is, some, that probably would have been a really good idea because, you know, the police are supposed to protect people, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but now it's like, if you, you don't have the police on your side, so it's like, I personally don't really feel safe going outside. Obviously, there's many people who don't feel safe outside now because I haven't been out in a while, COVID, all this thing. But I think as a woman, thinking about all the times I... Go out whether it's out drinking with my friends, even just just coming home from like a shopping trip or like a like a meet up with a friend, whatever. It honestly it really it like it really frightens me now. And I think well I think the police in London, like the metropolitan police, are very corrupt. There are many cases where they are racist, sexist, sexist, so many things. So I think where we live um in the north is I don't know, I feel like I feel safer, but I still don't feel safe.
0: Do you agree that the, the vigil should have gone ahead? And then what was your response to the priest's response to these gatherings? My response
1: was an interesting one because I'm a feminist and I agree with democracy and freedom of speech and everything. So I definitely agree with the right to, you know, do the vigil, whatever. And I think it was Right, like you know, it just must have been horrific. uh Like Sarah must awfully. Mm-hmm. Um. So I, I understand women are coming out. Women are feeling really strongly about this. I feel really strongly about this. You feel really strongly about this. I think it's just showing your support and you're also showing that this is not okay. This is, needs to stop. Um. But I think at the time we're in right now, I don't know if it was a good idea to to do a mass gathering. Um but i also when i when I watched the news, I just thought i don't really like the news I don't really like the media because they have their own agendas um I just thought the the news were being very racist to be honest um in the sense of women came out and did their vigil vigil whatever um and 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 then the next or the Monday or whatever, the news was like, oh, should they have done it? Should they not? Should so they But they never said that about like the Black Lives Matter movement in mm-hmm. London and stuff a few months ago. It was just, it's wrong, which to me yeah. says racism. Yeah. And I know, that's what, I know that's not what we're talking about right now, but I think it's just something that no, it's wrong. When, I, when I watched it, it's, as mm-hmm. soon as I watched it, I thought, that that's one of the issues, um, but then I think, and then because I don't agree with the I don't agree with the media and I don't like them, I think I've seen some of the photos, obviously, I haven't seen them great because of uh, my our site and stuff um yeah. so I just, but I also think we only saw a snippet of the photos um of what the police. We're doing with like manhandling women or something. Yeah, quite clearly. Um so, but you don't know what happened beforehand. So I don't really trust the news and stuff because they have an agenda to fuel yeah. hate and stuff. Which obviously, I think right now people are hating the police. Which to be honest, it's so mad right now. Um, because it's just disgusting. But I don't want to make a judgment on the photos because I don't know what happened because I wasn't there. I haven't got
0: the full story um i think to i don't know that so um i know that so the event was organized um and it was organized in a in a lot of ways to ensure that you know masks were worn distance was kept as much as possible it was it was still going to be a mass gathering either way but then the the government um stepped in and cancelled the organizers from from being able to hold the event Mm-hmm. but then people still went anyway and yeah. because there was no organizer there was no order to it there was no restrictions there was no and and that was what i think led to the police reacting the way that they did mm-hmm. i know that i know that um, protesters were were being quite um angry at the police and mm. i think were shouting things like shame on you to the policemen on site um I think that was just in london that that happened but it could have been other places i don't know yeah um, obviously then led to um i think there was possibly some interactions between police and protesters i think there was some policemen assaulted i think there was protesters assaulted um i don't know who started it obviously with stuff like uh, you know with stuff like protests it it just can sometimes yeah unfold like that and there's no way to know each side will tell it differently. Um, obviously, the, the the London mayor came out and was saying things that it, it was unacceptable um, and that the response at the time was neither appropriate nor proportionate, which I think is fair. I respect that, you know, it's, it's COVID times and we shouldn't be gathering, we shouldn't be, but for stuff like this, it just, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement, again, like you touched on, you know that that is just blatant racism in the British media. The British media is extremely racist. Mm-hmm. In that, you're right. You know, the women, y- yes, the probably the British media probably don't like women either. But um, there's definitely a lot more racism rooted in British media. So I think yeah. the whole giving women the benefit of the doubt of is it wrong? Is it right? And just condemning the Black Lives Matter movement to how dare they um is just astounding i think you know both protests were valid both protests were fair both vigils you know for for george floyd both vigils for um for sarah Aviard are, are were and should have been held even in COVID times and i know it's hard for a lot of people to hear that and i know a lot of people disagree with that mm. and i get it because you know, you haven't seen your nana who's in the care home down the road for, for a year and a half and you want to go and see her. I oh. get it. It's 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 horrible when you see all these people gathered together and you think, well, I can't even go and visit me mum. Like, it, it's, it's not a nice feeling. But I do think that, you know, these things should have taken place, if that makes sense.
1: I think I know what you mean in the sense of like, this was bigger than going to see your mum, going to see your grandma, whatever. It's like this is a a worldly, like, underlying societal issue sort of thing. So I know what you mean. It's like it's bigger than us, basically. I yeah. do get that. I think, yeah. I, do you know what it is? I think I'm glad. I'm saying I don't agree with because of COVID. But I'm actually really glad that both protests happened because it sent a message and it got people talking, and we need to have people keep talking otherwise change yeah. is not going to happen yeah. and things are not going to be fueled. So I do actually, I think I'm more, I'm glad I wasn't there, um, mm. is in, the, in the sense of I didn't, you know, like because I didn't want to be around people because shields and stuff. But I think if it was normal times, I probably would have gone, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. Um. But I, I am actually really glad it happened regardless because even if it was about the shutdown because of COVID, they're still talking about it. Um, yeah. Even if it was the police are right or the protesters are right, people are still talking about it. Mm. I'm just glad it happened because people are talking about it. We yeah. right now feel so strongly that we've started a podcast because of our last tether of all these issues that we're talking about it. I think mm. it's really important to keep talking about it.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I agree with all that and um, like you were saying, obviously, you would have been there if it was normal times. Obviously, you're a shielder, so it would have been yeah. extremely unsafe for you to go. But, no, I, I agree. It's it's, And I think it's also good that it went ahead to, you know, honour mm. not just Sarah, but every woman that's been victim to a crime like this. You know, it yeah. needs to be done. It needs, you know, it's, it's so frequent that it's knocks you ill. How does the fact that all of these events, including... Um, let me just run through the events of the week. <laughs> so, um, on the 3rd of March, Sarah disappeared. On Monday, the 8th of March, it was International Women's Day. The 11th of March, Not All Men was trending on Twitter. On the 12th of March, the Meghan Markle interview was released, in which she admitted she was suicidal, and then P.S. Morgan and other people on the internet came out saying that she was making it up. On March 10th, um, Sarah's body was found. On the 13th, the vigil was held and the police then had quite a violent response to women. And then on the 14th, it was Mother's Day. How does the fact that all of these events were bookended by International Women's Day and Mother's Day resonate with you? I, first of
1: all, I'm getting a really... Emotional with the point of the found in body, and that was Mother's Day, and you just think about like our mother, like that was just being awful. Um, it's just awful. So I really feel for our family, um, and anyone else who thought as mothers, whatever I've gone missing, like just awful, especially around that time. Um, but I think it's what it is. I think it says it all, doesn't it? All these things that are, you know, attacking women. Happen around the day when we're supposed to be, like, you know, celebrating women. Um, I just think it's tough and all, basically, about how society has changed, but not really. So I think the fact that Sarah went missing and then was found dead um, was horrific. And around International Women's Day, I just thought, Yep, that's about right. I know. I, I, I actually, I honestly did think that it was just awful. I think it sends a really powerful message, though, that we have a day. That's cool. So does a lot of people. We have one day to celebrate women. That's really cool. Um, it's not really enough, though, is it? Because it's really, you have one day to be like, oh yeah, women are cool. Women have changed history and whatever. Um, not changed history, but made history. Um. And yet, you know, we are still getting kidnapped. We are still getting murdered by policemen and other people. But in this context, it was a policeman. And then the Meghan Markle thing, I watched the interview. I'm assuming you did as well. And I just thought, I don't watch Good Morning Britain because I just think to the sun, but on TV. So <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't watch it because I think, oh, it's ridiculous. But it was talked about. My mum talked about it. My sister talked about it. A lot of people talked about it. So I know the gist of it. Um I just think I just think it's disgraceful. I just think this is the problem. Like it's like people don't come out and say that suicidal or they've got no problems because then people just go, No you don't and just be like, Oh my god, how mortifying must that be for someone to to build the strength and be like, I was really ashamed when it was happening and into also because she's, a, you know, she's like a role model. And I think she's even more role model for coming out and saying this. Mm-hmm. Um, but it must have just been really hard for her, especially in the the situation she said she was in. Um, to this, because when come out and be like, you weren't suicidal, it's basically saying, you've only said that for attention, which is the oldest thing in the book to say about mental health you're only saying you're mentally ill. You're only saying you're suicidal for attention. Yeah, let's round of applause to the man, P. S. Morgan, who said that. <laughs> but then let's not give P. S. Morgan credit because then that makes him more famous and more controversial. Yeah. So it's like a it's a mind game.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: That's that's my opinion on it. That we celebrate women by forming liars, by killing them, mm-hmm. by letting it continue to happen, by, not you know, just then attacking women in the media yeah yeah that's my it,
0: it it does it's so infuriating it's like okay so on monday we're going to celebrate women on sunday we're going to celebrate women the rest of the time though we don't really care the rest of the time yeah. we're going to tear you down the rest of the time we're going to attack you the rest of the time fend for yourselves it's like we'll celebrate you but we're not going to respect you mm. yeah. it's so infuriating like like how could i just i'm struggling to get the words out that i want to say because it just like when you look at the events in the order of the week of when mm. that happened like when i read them out before it just like you want to laugh but not because it's funny just because you just feel so utterly hopeless yeah. like like what what on earth can we do to get people to understand and to get society to change, to respect women. Nah. Like
1: <clears throat>
0: all, all, yeah. all we want is for you to listen when we say no or no thank you or um, like leave me alone. All we want is for you not to follow us home. Like we're not asking you to do, do you know much. What, do you know what else we don't want when you're this has happened to me so many
1: times and I've been out um, drinking, <laughs> and then a man comes up and says, Chiara, I smile more. And it's oh. like,
0: I... Oh, my God. It just gets me. Women don't been... owe you polite. Women yeah. don't owe you happiness. Women we don't, don't owe you shit. We don't owe you anything. Yeah. <laughs> like, we don't owe you anything. So if I am going to sit here with no smile on my face, that is fine. If you come over and proposition me and I'm rude, I'm allowed to be rude. I do not owe you nice. I do not owe you polite. Like, no. And even, bubble on this subject for a second. Yeah. Let's
1: also talk about how women also don't owe you a baby as well. So when, you know, men think they have the only say in what happens when a woman's pregnant, let's also talk about how they also don't owe you that. That's their body um yeah. that's a whole
0: different issue but well,
1: not not or anything that's also dangerous.
0: Yeah, yeah no but it's just this whole entitlement of men think that or some men hashtag not all men think that women owe them stuff and we're here to serve them and we're, we're here to be submissive and to to bow to their every will and need and want and it's just that's not how it, it's gonna work anymore i'm sorry
1: yeah I, I totally agree i think i think
0: there's a little bit of hope because i think our generation of
1: men or at least the, the men that i have um met is in my friends who are mm-hmm. like 18 to 20s whatever um, and yeah. they don't seem to think that women owe them anything if anything they embrace powerful women so i think that's a bit of hope i'm not saying oh i'm saying the, the like the the ones men are best yeah. you know what I mean so I think there's a bit of hope there but I, I, I do agree. I, I agree I just think it's the entitlement yeah. <laughs> who do you think you are like
0: yeah. we are all equal here let's not so on the subject of obviously you mentioning um men coming up and being like you know smile and all this sort of stuff what kind of things just, just cause I feel like it's important for women to continue this conversation of mm. all of these things that we have to do every single day to ensure that we aren't raped or murdered. So, what do you do in your everyday to avoid being harassed and avoid being sexually assaulted?
1: <laughs> do you know what it is, Claire? I think it's luck. Um, I think I have, I think I've been lucky enough to not be in the situation to be honest I don't think I don't I don't I honestly I don't think it's a it's the situation of what actions do you take because then I think oh, yeah, yeah 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 like yeah that's in a way of blaming you know I'm a victim and um, oh, so no. I no. I know I know what you mean I'm just like put that in case people don't yeah what that's
0: um
1: so I, I don't know I think I do think I'm just lucky enough to have not been in that situation I think there's been a few times when I've been out at night, you know, drinking, where I probably could have gone to that situation, and luckily, I actually haven't. I've been assaulted, um, but not not what a lot of people think sexual assault is, if you know what I mean. Like I've been felt up, which is assault, but people don't seem to think that that's assault. People seem to think that that's a compliment, and it's not. No. That's assault. So I've been I've been assaulted, but I've not. I've not lucky enough. I've not been raped or abused or anything like that. So I don't know. I honestly I honestly think it's luck because I refuse to dress conservatively 100%. Because of fear. I refuse to act differently because of fear. I honestly just think it's luck.
0: Yeah. No, I I, I 100%. <laughs> and I think what what the problem is is these are things that you know we're taught to do to mm. avoid sexual assault like i don't mean obviously i would never in any way shape or form want women mm. to change their behavior to avoid sexual assault because yeah. it's not our responsibility to do these things <laughs> no. it should just be the responsibility of a man to not sexually assault someone yeah however yeah. i think men have the privilege of not understanding all of these things and not even knowing sometimes of all of these things that we do well, um, sorry go on so so I, I I love to see a conversation um often see them on like social media platforms between a woman and a man where a woman will explain all of these little things that she does to keep herself safe from mm. men and you just kind of watch watch a man have this realization of i don't do any of those things, and I don't need to because I'm just safe
1: it's my it's, privilege it's 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 weird cause obviously I went around few months ago, like just I just messaged in, like men. Just to ask them in situations just the simple situation of you're walking home and it's dark. What do you do? How do you feel? Because when I walk home and it's dark, even if it's just from Manana to home, which is like a ten minute walk. Like it happened literally last week. And I was scared. Like the kind of scared you see you know, when, ironically, when you're watching, like, a crime show and it's a woman walking home and she looks behind her and she's about to get attacked or murdered. Yeah. Like, that kind of scared. Yeah. And I asked him and he was like, I don't, I don't, he, he actually said, I don't need to, and I don't safe. I just feel normal. Oh, and I remember him also saying, well, if your phone's not working, that's your responsibility. <laughs> just ask, just like. <gasps> okay um because me I have to I really try and go out with a full phone I don't think I'd ever go out in the dark without being battery on my phone whatever mm-hmm. Um, and I always have I always carry some sort of weapon even if it doesn't look like a weapon yeah. just in case because I'm not strong enough to be you know what I mean so I always feel really fearful and really get like afraid but I try not let that
0: rule me but it is really hard it's like some of the things that that i do you know i have my location on Mm -hmm. you know i have you're told to carry keys tip for that don't carry them between your fingers people because if you do that and you punch someone with it the key will come up and cut into your hand if you're gonna hold it hold it through where your thumb like is on your fist so that you it's easier to stab them and you won't hurt yourself if you need to do that for for any Mm -hmm. women that are doing that i did not Um, know that things like women getting into their car you have to check the back seat you can't just get into your car god i
1: know yeah
0: and there's all of these little steps and it's just so infuriating that men have the privilege just not to even think about these things Mm. but we have to constantly be thinking about these things you know if i'm taking the dog out and it's past like seven o'clock six o'clock i have to get someone to come with us I can't walk my dog alone because someone might steal my dog. Someone might attack me because it's dark and I'm a woman. It's so infuriating. Um, so on that topic, I've got the, um, one of the last questions. It's just, what do you think is the best way that men can support women and ensure we feel safer if there is a way? Very they- good question, Claire. Very good question. I,
1: you know I just think it's rather than fighting against us, it's fighting with, do you know what I mean? Mm. It's just the acknowledging that these are things women have to do. To stay safe, to feel safe, rather than being, oh, well, it's not me. It's acknowledging and being on our side rather than just being on, like, like on that own island. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Of being mm-hmm. like, I'm gonna head out because it's not me. So yeah, bye. Yeah. Um. So I think that's probably the first. Like, oh, I'm not gonna say the first. So I just feel like that right now is the step. to women feeling um just acknowledged yeah. and like supported? Because I feel like support and hope come hand in hand. Uh, well, not from hand in hand, but, like, it helps. And I just feel like right now when men are just kind of like, well, it's not me. It's just a, a continuous downhill battle. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like the acknowledgement, I think, right now.
0: There's a couple of points that I have in my head. So um, if you're a man and you want to help, I would advise you listen. <laughs> One, like, like Jess said, we need the support. You need to be on our side and not on, well, it's not me, it doesn't affect Mm -hmm. me, I don't care. Well, not even Uh, you don't care, but you don't feel like you need to do anything, you do need to do something. Mm -hmm. One of those things you can do is if you see this behaviour or if you're friends, even if it's just in a joking way, mention things like, oh, um, you know, I'm gonna go and, you know, feel up that last, even if she doesn't want us to. Like, I don't know how guys talk, sorry. But like, (laughs) (laughs) it obviously in a genuine context, if a guy is saying something or if he is acting in a way and even if you know him or you don't know him, even if he's your best friend, you need to call out that behaviour and you need to call it out like not in a, you probably shouldn't be saying that, you need to tell him what he is that he's doing wrong and call Mm -hmm. it out.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I think doing things like, you know, if you're walking home alone and you see a woman and she's walking down the street on her own Mm -hmm. and you're walking towards each other just cross the street so she knows that she's, like, you're not going to come near her. Yeah. And I know it sounds so daft, but if, if, if a man or a group of men are walking towards me, I'm like, do I cross the street? Do I keep walking? Do I pretend I'm on the phone? If mm. you just crossed the road and walked, like, away from me, that fear would alleviate. So I think that... I know it sounds so silly, but I feel like that might be helpful. It might not be, but... I think, agree. listen. Mm. Listen. Because when when we tell you these things especially like if we tell you something like oh well your friend did this to me Mm -hmm. yeah you need to listen and you need to not go oh well he's my mate so you know what can I do and you can call him out and you can stop being his friend immediately (laughs) (laughs) do you know what I mean like believe women in your life Mm. um I'm sure you've all got mothers you've all got sisters you've all got friends that are female you've all probably got possibly got girlfriends or depending on your your orientation of course. But by protecting all women, you're protecting them from men. You need to making the world better for those people. So that's just some of the ways, I think. But the main ones are just listen and support and call out that behaviour.
1: I think they're really good things to say, oh shit, um <laughs> But um, yeah, I agree. And I think I think that the biggest message which is how I live my life, which I think people should, is to treat people how you'd wanna be treated. So if you'd wanna feel safe when walking, make sure others feel safe when they're walking. Whether that's refraining from doing certain behaviours
0: or promoting positive behavior um yeah i just think people how you would want to be treated basic thing to say but it it is the best thing to say okay so this is the um last thing Hmm. i want to talk about so um this isn't a question i just wanted to do just a little 33 seconds just of like reflective silence um sarah was 33 when she was killed Mm -hmm. um and i just want to take like just 33 seconds of reflection and of of kind of like respect to her and to just any any and all women who have been victims at the hands of predatory men if you're okay with that that's a good idea yeah let's do it so i'll uh, start the timer now and if any anyone listening wants to join in feel free okie doke Okay. So um, that was all of the points I really wanted to talk about today. I don't know if there's anything on the back of all of that conversation that you maybe wanted to bring into the conversation or re-discuss or anything like that.
1: No, I think I think the questions have captured as all, And I think other issues that have brought up about different things. Well, you know, I mean... <laughs> But I just think that these were really good questions. So thank you for that. And I think that's a really com- good conversation to just reflect on the way things are, how people can help with this issue and stop it from becoming, like, still being an issue. And just to keep talking about it. Because the only way things are going to change is if people keep talking and thinking about it and doing things. So, yeah.
0: I definitely feel a lot less... <laughs> pent up anger after having that discussion i mean obviously i'm still angry i'm still upset but i yeah. feel like i've done something productive in talking about it at least yeah um, I so that was good it was a nice conversation well, it wasn't a nice conversation but it was a good conversation it was a supportive um, conversation yeah yeah so that will be it for the first episode so we will catch you next time Bye. bye